Hey guys, welcome. This is Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well on this fine day. At least I'm hoping it's a fine day right now because this is uh, pre-recorded and I have uh, no idea what the day is actually going to look like while you're listening to this. So I hope I didn't set you up for disappointment by telling you that it's a fine day and then you go outside and everything is just super unfine. It's rainy or snowy at the same time and makes for a slippery sidewalk and then you slip on it and you hurt yourself and you're all pissed off at me because I told you that it was a fine day. I'd feel very bad if this were to happen to you. But uh, speaking of feeling bad, that's actually today's topic. It's going to be uh, worst feelings in the world, in my opinion, anyway. So one of the worst physical ailments in the entire world is a very common misfortune that happens to many unsuspecting victims every single day. It's most common in women and causes much pain and discomfort it's so awful that uh, it, it isn't even talked about much, so it doesn't have an official name, but I like to refer to it as Hedharius in my cracus. And what this horrible physical condition is caused by is when hairs from your head somehow get stuck in the crack of your ass and or vagina, causing it to feel like there are small alligators coming out of your asshole and nipping at your private parts. I have no idea how one piece of hair can cause so much trauma. It's seriously the most irritating feeling in the entire world. And it happens to me at least twice a week. And it's like, as soon as you feel that fucker in there, it needs to come out right then and right there. Because if not, it's the only thing you'll be able to feel physically and emotionally. All of your other senses will be cut off. It'll be like when you temporarily lose hearing after a bomb goes off and all you can hear is like high pitch ringing and your vision will go like super hazy. Like if you wear glasses and you come inside after being in the cold and your glasses get all fogged up and you just can't stand there. Like you're just just scared to move until your glasses like defog because you don't want to knock anything over and your mouth will taste like old pennies and all you'll smell is burning toast. The only thing that will be for certain, the only thing you'll be able to sense is the painful itch of that long, migrating hair in the crack of your ass. And this now takes precedence over everything else currently happening in your life. You need to stop what you're doing immediately and focus on getting out that hair because most of us have families and people counting on us to care for them. And up until the removal of your hair, You're really unsure if life will ever be the same as it once was, and you feel as if there's a high chance you'll never be able to feel joy or happiness to the extent you used to feel these emotions. You feel broken and lost in a confused days of panic and sadness. Like, this is how much I despise Hedharius in my crackus. However, although this is the worst feeling in the entire world, the best feeling you will ever feel in your entire life 
is taking out that monstrous hair, this cause of anguish and affliction, out of your ass crack. It's literally exactly like having an orgasm. As you're sliding the hair out, the excitement is building up, and then as soon as the entire thing is removed, you just fucking explode with pure ecstasy. For about 10 seconds, all of life's obstacles and anxieties disappear, and you feel like nothing in the entire world could possibly go wrong. Like the entire world is just rid of everything bad, and nothing could ever bring you down. And then you feel like you just need a cigarette after pulling it out. Even if you aren't a smoker, you just crave a cigarette so bad. It's a very rewarding feeling, my friends. Very rewarding. If I had uh, saved every hair that I've pulled out of my butt crack, then I'd probably have enough to make either a voodoo doll of my ass crack or like a very smelly wig for cancer patients. And I'm sorry if that offends you, but I feel like if a wig was made out of the hair that's found on my ass crack, that it would probably make a really nice wig for African-American women because all the hairs I pull from my butt crack usually have like a natural crimp to them from me sitting on them all day. And black women pay a lot of money to have that professionally done to their hair. So I would really be contributing to a niche market, which is ghetto black women with cancer. Anyway, another really terrible feeling I simply cannot stand is stubbing your toe. There's nothing in the world quite like stubbing my toe that can make me uh, go from, you know, Mr. Rogers taking off his shoes to Alec Baldwin confronting the paparazzi. Like, I'll be innocently going about my day when all of a sudden the coffee table thinks it'll be hilarious to just stick its leg out and hook my baby toe like, ha 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 ha, looks like Chelsea is having too good of a day. What can I do to fuck this up? Check this out, sofa. And then the coffee table punches me in the foot and he and the sofa laugh together while I curse in vain like, damn you table, damn you to hell. The worst part of getting your toe stubbed is the fact that the pain is never instant. There's always about three seconds in between the stubbing of your toe and the release of immense amount of pain where you just know it's coming and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it except fall to the ground, grab your toe, and look to the sky in hopes God will look into your eyes and see remorse for everything bad you've ever done and grant you the miracle of a painless toe stub. But it never happens that way, not in my case anyway, because God isn't a huge fan of me, mostly because I don't believe that he exists, but also because I'm an asshole. So if you think I have a foul mouth during my casual, everyday conversations, you should hear me when I stub my toe. Sounds like a 911 call for domestic violence in the trailer park. Like, I'm screaming every curse word in the book and talking to the coffee table like it's a common street whore. Like, fuck you, you fucking slut. You're a worthless piece of shit. And then I slap the shit out of it until I feel better. And then, like, an hour later, I have my feet up on it, sipping on a Shirley Temple all fine and dandy like nothing happened. It's a pretty shitty situation, actually. About 93% of all furniture with legs or sharp corners has been victimized by physical and verbal abuse throughout its lifetime. And uh, this is a true fact that I made up. So, I also hate when homeless people on the street ask me for money. When this happens, there's no possible outcome that could leave me feeling good about myself. 
One scenario is that I tell him or her I have no cash on me when in fact I actually do have some cash on me, but it's a larger bill and I would need to make change, but I feel like it would be sort of like a faux pas if I went digging around in the in the homeless person's hat or empty McDonald's cup or whatever they were using to collect money in in order to make change for my big bill. Like, what do I say? Like, yeah, man, uh, I have something for you. Slight problem, though. I just have a $20 bill in here. So if you maybe have, like, $19.25 on you, we could do a little swap, and that would be great. Like, I just don't see that being socially acceptable. Like, he's a hobo, not a Coinstar machine. Then there's the case where you just have your debit card or your credit card on you and the homeless person is all like, can you spare some change? And you're all like, fuck, man, I I actually can't. I just have my debit card. And then you walk into McDonald's and buy like five quarter pounder meals and a six piece nugget for shits and giggles. And you walk past the hobo carrying one of these McDonald's bags with the handles on them. You know, like the ones they give you when you get like so much fucking food, there's no way you can possibly carry it without the aid of handles. And then the homeless man makes eye contact with you just completely judging you thinking like ever heard of cash back you fat piece of shit and then you start actually to feel like a fat piece of shit because not only were you able to afford 45 dollars worth of fake hamburger meat without sparing any change but a you plan on eating all these hamburgers yourself alone while watching a netflix original series and b you didn't even bother to ask the hobo if he wanted a quarter pounder because you figured he's only looking for change strictly to buy drugs, which makes you feel bad that you stereotype this hobo as being a drug addict. Personally, if I was a homeless person begging for money on the street, I would save up all my change and I'd buy a debit machine because I think it would be a very smart investment because so many people resort to telling those begging for money that they only have debit or credit, whether it's true or they're just making up an excuse to avoid judgment from someone who sleeps in a cardboard box. They're going to be caught off guard if the homeless person is like, oh, debit, uh, no problem. I, I have a debit machine right here, minimum $5 in order to avoid the service fee. Like, if a hobo just whips out a debit machine, I would have no idea how to respond other than to just pay the man and ask for a tax receipt. Then there's the case where you do have loose change on you, but you're so broke that you literally cannot afford to give this homeless man a dollar because you have literally just enough money to take the bus to Taco Bell, buy one regular soft taco, and walk home. Then you feel like really bad about yourself because you're almost as poor as this person living on the street, and you start to heavily like reevaluate your priorities. Then, of course, there's always the option of actually giving some money to the homeless person, but that always leaves me feeling empty inside as well because I have, like, no idea what cause my money is actually going to. Like, when I donate to a charity like the Cancer Society or something, like, I know that money is supposedly going to fund cancer research. But when I give my money to a homeless person, I have no clue what they actually intend to buy with it. So I wish giving money... To a homeless person was like when you sponsor a child from a third world country and you receive like pictures and updates on how they're doing and like how your contributions are helping them out. Like I wish when I gave spare change to a homeless person, I received some pictures in the mail of like whatever they did with my money. Maybe like a picture of them eating a nice hot meal or chugging a bottle of Listerine or something like that would be 
nice and like an incentive to give, right? Or maybe if more of them had like more honest signs. Like one time I saw a homeless person with a cardboard sign that read, fuck food, I need money for weed. And I was like, yes, like, thank you. This is refreshing. I will certainly donate to this cause, not because I'm an advocate for smoking pot, but because I respect and I appreciate the honesty, right? But anyway, uh, moving on. Another awful feeling is when your fingernail bends backwards. There's probably at least 23,000 horrible things that could happen to a human being that I'd rather have happened to me than my fingernail bending backwards. Like some of these things include like nipple clamping, biting tin foil, going to a baby shower, biting the inside of your cheek on accident, encountering someone with like a clip-on man bun, going to a funeral alone, getting popcorn kernels stuck in your teeth, seeing a midget smoking, and hanging out with a friend, but then she brings her friend who you don't know, and then your friend goes to the washroom, and you're left there with her friend that you don't know, and you have no idea what to talk about with her because like it just and it's just like you have nothing to talk about and then it gets increasingly more awkward with every step that your friend takes closer toward the washroom and further away from you and your friend or her friend that you don't even know and then you're both basically just sitting there holding your breath until your friend gets back but you don't want your friend to come back and see that you two haven't been talking because then your friend will start to feel awkward because she feels like like all this pressure that she needs to hold up the conversation for the entire night and it just rests solely on her shoulders then you try to think of a question to ask your friend's friend and you ask it right as you see your friend coming back from the washroom so it looks like that you guys have been talking the whole time but really you haven't because you asked the question right when your friend was getting back (sighs) so anyway i feel like the devil probably had something to do with the fingernail thing like maybe god and satan compromised with each other in order to create like a plethora of good and bad things humans can feel and god was all like oh let's give them empathy that's a good one and satan was all like okay god but i'm giving them fingernails bending backwards and god just stood there like shaking his head like satan why are you such a fucking dick and when it happens to me i just instantly feel like i could like projectile vomit across the entire room it's just a really gross feeling um something else that really grinds my gears is when your eggs aren't dippy enough especially when you're at a restaurant and you're paying someone to make your eggs i always ask for them sunny side up and i expect some runny ass yolk dripping all over my plate right like a high class porno actress who's been hired based on her squirting techniques after power washing the casting couch with her vagina it's like if you're doing some landscaping or something and you're digging up the dirt on your lawn and all is going according to plan and then you hit something hard with your shovel and you're all like well, fuck, like, this is unexpected. This is sure throwing, like, a wrench into my plan. It will certainly slow down the landscaping process. Well, same thing when my eggs are hard. Like, fuck, I don't want no fucking hard-ass eggs. Now I have to send them back and I have to anxiously await the arrival of my new soft and supple eggs. It's just always too much of a risk that this will happen. I'd rather just make my own eggs at home. So when it does happen, I have nobody to blame but myself and no one's feelings get hurt. So uh, drinker's guilt. Another majorly terrible, awful feeling. It's the guilty embarrassment you feel the next day after a night of drinking. 
when I'm drunk, I'm either like overly nice and I'll end up buying people drinks and food all night. And then the next morning I look into my wallet and I see that there's nothing left except for a receipt for like thirty nine seventy six from the poutine store piece of chewed up gum that I put in there before giving a beach and like a scene points card that isn't even close to having a free movie yet. Then a couple moths fly out, and the worst part is that these moths are probably off to their job where they make more money than I do. So either I'm super nice when I'm drunk, or I can be really crass with my humor, and it comes across as, like, super offensive. Uh, Last time I was drunk, I was out with my boyfriend and some of his friends, and one of his friends had to pee really bad. And so he went uh, pee on a mailbox, and this girl walking by saw him was like, Ew. And so he says, like, you like what you see? And she goes, no. And I'm all like, well, I heard he's perfectly adequate in bed. And that would have been, like, fine and funny and noble. But then I added in, ya cunt, which is totally not something I'd ever normally say to a person, not to somebody's face anyway. So the next day I was feeling like extremely guilty and embarrassed that my boyfriend probably had to apologize for not putting a muzzle on his piece of trash girlfriend before taking her out in public. Um, Okay, another feeling I can't stand is when my clitoris is too sensitive. I have no idea if this happens to all women or just fucked up ones like myself. And maybe it's not just exclusive for women. Maybe men get the same feeling in their wieners sometimes. But sometimes when it's touched, it feels like super uncomfortable. It's sort of like a first impression. Sometimes people just rub you the wrong way and you just really don't want them near you anymore. Same thing goes with my clitoris. When it's rubbed a certain way, it feels almost like a cross between tickling, which I hate, and a stabbing pain, which I'm also not a huge fan of. The other day when uh, I was thinking of the worst feelings ever to talk about in this podcast, I, I thought of the clitoris one and I started to touch it in order to figure out what sort of motion it was that made it so upset. And I discovered that this feeling uh, in the clitoris uh, is the equivalent of the fingernail bending backwards because it's when the hood of the clitoris is pulled back and then touched that I get this feeling of awfulness and discomfort. So basically, just to be safe, don't bend or pull anything on my body backwards and we should be good. So on that uh, disgusting note, I'm going to take off. I also really hate awkward goodbyes, which for me is every goodbye. So I never really know how to how to end these things. I just sort of leave whenever I get bored of talking to you, which is right now. So as always, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself when Chelsea Grace prom on time. Bye. Because you had a